0: Welcome to the Joyful Journey Podcast. If you're uncertain about what you really want or unsure how to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we raise our vibration, we heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friends, is the Joyful Journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyers, Anita Adams here, your host of the Joyful Journey podcast. And today we are going to explore the third guiding principle to inner wisdom. Guiding principle three is learn. Learn. Many people hear the whispers of their heart, that inner wisdom and higher self, and yet choose not to listen. Why do you suppose that is? There are four reasons fear, limiting self belief, not trusting your instincts and that inner voice of wisdom, and not knowing how to move forward with the information that is received. I've had all these challenges, and they started from a young age. I grew up with a stepdad who'd like to belittle me and mock my intelligence. What you gotta do, Anita, is use that pea-sized brain of yours and think, damn it, you stupid or something. This is the sort of thing I heard from my stepdad all the time. My father lost his job when I was 13, so he was always home. Every morning, he'd be sitting at the kitchen table in his Baby blue coffee stained house coat with the sash tied below his big exposed belly. And he'd have this scowl on his face reading the newspaper. Meanwhile, I'd be waiting quietly in my room for him to get up and leave. But my dad could sit there like a troll for hours, smoking one cigarette after another. Eventually, I'd have to come out. And when I did, if we made eye contact, he would sneer and mumble something about my intelligence. The belief that I was not smart enough lodged deep. I fought hard to overcome that belief and prove my smarts by powering my way through life. I put myself through university, built a national organization, achieved business awards, and married a physicist. In the process to prove how smart I was, I stopped listening to that inner voice of wisdom. It comes from the heart, not the brain. I feel it's important that I share with you at this point that my stepdad passed away several years ago. And despite his treatment, I did grow to love him and eventually forgive him. Some time ago, I recognized that hurt people hurt people and everyone does the best they can with what they've got. This belief really helped me let go of my anger and to move on. The reason I wanted to share this backstory with you is because I realize a lot of people have grown up in a similar environment where a parent or another influential figure in their life has caused them to suppress, hide, or ignore that inner wisdom. Many of our limiting self-beliefs are born from these kinds of experiences. The good news is we can learn or relearn to listen to and trust our inner voice of wisdom by learning to reshape our limiting beliefs and minimize our fears. And when we learn to listen to and trust that voice again, it's remarkable how easy everything else becomes. In a previous episode, I spoke about that fear piece and how it shows up as the inner critic. If you missed that episode, take a look for it. It's episode number five and it's called listening without judgment. In it, I walk you through a few steps on how to address and diminish your fears. The key takeaway is to learn to distinguish between the voice of your inner critic and your voice of inner wisdom. Remember, the inner critic typically comes from a place of fear, and the voice of inner wisdom always comes from a place of love. A limiting self-belief is often the manifestation of one fear or another. If you have limiting self-beliefs, then I'd like you to listen to the bonus episode I created called Guided Visualization to a Field of Infinite Possibilities, and then do some journaling. Visualizing and journaling every day about the future version of you, and then do it in the present tense using I am statements. Visualizing and journaling are two powerful tools that will assist you in reprogramming your self-beliefs and minimizing your fears. There's a universal truth that is also a bit of a secret, as most people don't seem to understand this truth. You are the creator of you, and you get to choose who you want to be. You can continue to recreate that person over and over again, too, by Trying on new ways of being. It's kind of like trying on a new outfit. So imagine the best possible version of you and the best possible vision of your life and choose to create that. This is something I have done for years and continue to do. It's, it's actually really cool. Because when you think about the person you want to be and the life you want to have, and then write about that person and that life in the present tense, as if you are already that person living that life using I am statements, you begin to see opportunities to step into being that person. You begin to make choices that are aligned with who you choose to be. I'm (laughs) It's really freaking cool and so simple. That's the beauty of this. It's simplicity and effectiveness. Anyone can do it. Reprogramming any limiting beliefs you may have does take time and consistent effort though. And that's where a lot of people fail. They stop after a few days or just do this exercise once in a while when inspiration strikes. You are different, though. I promise you, if you carve out just five to ten minutes every day, either at the beginning of the day or the end of it, this exercise will transform your life. I did this every day for years. I continue to do it as my vision for my life evolves and I want to try on something different. The new outfit I'm trying on right now is one of podcast host and retreat leader. I quite like this outfit. This person I've stepped into being and the life I'm creating is not much different than the person I was before. I've just added a, a few accessories to stick with the analogy. My point is I visualized and wrote about who this person is that I want to become As I visualized and wrote about that person, my confidence grew and I began to see the opportunities to move into the beingness of that person. The guided visualization I've created for you will give you a good framework for this exercise. Give it a try. You might want to listen to it a few times and then get into the habit of investing five to ten minutes every day visualizing and journaling about the future you. Remember, the key is to write about the future you in present tense using I am statements. These are two of the most powerful words in the English dictionary. I am. Now, I want to go back to that trust piece. Learning to trust your voice of inner wisdom comes with practice. The more you look inward and become aware of how you feel about a thing or a situation, and then listen to what your heart is telling you, the more you will learn to trust it. You must also get good at deciphering between that inner critic and that inner voice of wisdom. To do that, again, just ask, is this voice coming from a place of fear or a place of love? Another way to build trust in that inner voice of wisdom is by listening to the little nudges, the seemingly inconsequential whispers, like that feeling you should turn left instead of right, or the nudge to pick up the phone and call that person that's on your mind. As we learn to listen to those little whispers, it becomes easier to listen to the big life-changing directions. What has served me really well in learning to hear and trust that inner voice of wisdom is my daily forest walks or as I like to call them, my God walks. These are my solo walks in nature where I take the time to look inward and reflect, to ask, what do I want? Who do I want to be? And to listen to what bubbles up. If I keep hearing the same response, my confidence grows and it becomes easier to take action and make those choices that I'm guided to make. The final piece in Guiding principle three is learning how to move forward with the messages you receive from your inner wisdom. This is by far the easiest part in this guiding principle. If you do the work to master your fears, reprogram your limiting self beliefs, and grow your trust, everything else will be a cakewalk. We live in a great age where you can learn anything you want by a click of a mouse, anything. I just learned how to build my own website, which is a remarkable feat for a technically challenged individual like myself. It has never been easier to learn what you need to learn, to move forward with the grandest vision for your life. Make the study of you your number one priority. Learn about yourself, what's important to you, what do you value and what brings you joy. Be selfish with your time. There's no greater investment than in you. All right, there is one final, final thing you need to learn and to embrace if you are to access your highest self. It is, in fact, the most important concept as it encompasses everything we've spoken about so far and will continue to speak about through the evolution of this joyful journey love. Wayne Dyer said it best, whatever the question, love is the answer. So learn to love, love yourself passionately, wrinkles, belly fat, and all. Love your children, your partner, your family, your friends. Love your neighbor, your colleagues, your work. Love the cranky cashier, the foreigner who moved in down the street. The beggar on the corner. Learn to love all and learn to recognize that we are truly all one. That concludes my teachings on the three guiding principles to inner wisdom. To quickly recap these three principles, they are look, listen, learn, look inward. And be in inquiry with yourself about who you choose to be, what you want, and why it matters. Listen to what bubbles up from within. And learn to let go of fear and your limiting self-belief. Learn to trust your inner voice of wisdom. Learn to take action to move you forward with your vision. And learn to love all and everything. We'll come back to all of these themes in future episodes break them down into smaller pieces and bring in thought leaders and experts that will share their wisdom that will guide you to yours. Thanks for being a partner with me on this joyful journey. I hope you found some value in today's episode. Please take a moment to visit my website that I just built (laughs) proof that anything truly is possible. I've created a members only section, which I'm really quite excited about. And I think you'll like too. here. You'll find a toolbox where I'm adding content for you to download for free that will guide you further along your journey to inner wisdom. Guests I bring on the show will also contribute to this toolbox of resources and it's all free. And I would love to hear from you about the kinds of resources you'd like to see here. Check it out. Come back regularly as new content will be added weekly and send me an email with any comments or thoughts. I love connecting with you guys. My contact details and the link to my website are in the show below, the show notes below. (laughs) Well, my fellow joyful journeyer, have an awesome day and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us today on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated with you, please visit our website at joyfulinspiredliving.com. Sign up to receive a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom and become a member of the Joyful Inspired Living community. For a deeper spiritual dive, check out our retreats. We offer both in-person retreats on beautiful Bowen Island in British Columbia as well as online retreats that you can do from the comfort of your own home. And finally, if you liked our show, please leave a review so more people can find it and learn how to access their highest self, and together we'll raise the collective consciousness.